Hey everybody, Hamas Professor here, and I'm continuing the podcast series on answering for you guys who the different associations and entities and the different organizations that exist in the electronic banking industry, who they are and what they do. And I got to tell you today, we got a great one. We've got Mike Hurd representing Nacha. He's going to help us in a little bit understand who Nacha is, but let's first welcome Mike to the podcast. Mike, welcome to the famous podium. Uh, thanks. It's great to be here. Uh, good to see you again. Well, good to see you again, too. And I, he said again because Mike and I actually <laughs> yeah. see each other at a lot of different conferences. We do, all around and, the country. we together for years. Not in the airport yet, but we, we have run to each other in the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, we have. All right, Mike, uh, number one question i got to ask, and I know listeners are already li- expecting this, is... How did you even get started oh, in electronic payments yeah. and end up at Nacha? This is like a question people love to hear because the path to electronic payments, only one person has ever said, when I was a kid, I wanted to be in electronic <laughs> payments and banking. Only and, one and, ever. And did we believe that person? Um, Actually, yes. That, it was okay. Angie Farron from Umacha. Well, the way that, she said it, I was like, sense. wow, okay. Sense. Yeah, I did not have a background in financial services at all. Um, I was in communications and, um, you know, way, way back in the day, you used to look for jobs in the classified section of the newspaper. And I, I, you know, saw the ad and sent my resume into this, you know, association for this association job to be a PR person. And uh, I got the job uh, and it was Nacha. <laughs> and I had to learn about <clears throat> payments from, from the ground floor up. But I've been there ever since. It's been over 25 years. And, well, congratulations uh, on you. that. I thank mean, you. that shows some dedication there. Yeah, but I got to learn everything that Nacha does from the inside, um, you know, supporting the entire organization. And uh, so it really was, that was my payments education. Well, okay, then th- that really easily leads us to the next question. Because yeah. in 25 years, I know you've seen Nacha change, grow, evolve. Mm-hmm. It's probably the better word yeah. over the years. Because I know when I first started working with Nacha, it was the National ACH Association. Mm-hmm. And I would say, that explains everything, right? And be like, no. But now it's just Nacha. It's NACHA, and that represents the organization. But if somebody asks you, who is Nacha, right. what do you say? It depends on who it is, right? We, we, we are still the National ACH Association, right? We set the operating rules for the, the ACH system and how it's used and what the roles are and for interoperability and we provide, you know, world-class payments education for the industry. So, I, you know, if it's someone in the industry, you know, that's that's usually a good answer. If, if it's my neighbor, <laughs> I say, you know, we, we help deliver your direct deposit to your account every Friday. <laughs> okay, and that, that really does simplify yeah, for a lot mm-hmm. of people because a lot of people don't understand what ACH is. Right. We've worked a lot on the podcast, the YouTube channel, to explain ACH being, you know, automated mm-hmm. clearinghouse transactions. Right. Mm-hmm. And I do the same thing. I'll just say, do you get direct deposit? And that's go, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's so, the thing most people are familiar with. And then you say, you know, how do you pay your bills, right? And, right. you know, unless you're, unless you're my parents, um, you know, usually they'll have some, some common experiences with paying their bills online, and that's typically ACH. And So, yeah, there are, there are ways to connect and, and communicate that. So if I heard you right, too, you said something about the rules for the, yeah. the association. Mm-hmm. So how's what do you mean, what rules? There, there's rules for how all this works? There are rules for how this works. There are rules for how most things work. But in the, you know, in the ACH world, um, you know, one, it's because we have two operators in the system, the Fed and the Clearinghouse. You know, it's really the rules that 
you know, provide for the, the exchange and the interoperability and kind of the seamless nature of ACH out to the financial institutions. We really, we really talk about the ACH network as being one network when it's really the, the interoperability of two networks. But it's so seamless, we, we barely notice. So rules help with that. Rules also help set the expectation and the requirements for the parties to the transaction, what they're required to do. And, you know, a lot of it governs, you know, what happens when there are exceptions, who's responsible for doing what, and, you know, setting standards so that everyone knows what's expected of them. And also for setting the standards for, for you know, the, the information that's contained in the payments themselves. So there's lots of things you can do with rules and standards that, you know, make it easier for participants in the industry to, to actually make use of what you had to offer. Well, I, I had a previous podcast with Sean Carter from mm-hmm. Beach where we actually discussed the rulemaking process. <laughs> and and yeah. I think it's important people understand NACHA is the one that when it comes to the request for information, yep. when it comes to actually publishing the rule and mm-hmm. all that, NACHA is the one that is actually coordinating, responsible, and has the power, let's even say, to be able to do that. Is that, that correct? Well, that's correct, right? So, you know, um, you know, Sean and Nietzsche and, and other payment associations are members of NACHA and have uh, a role in the process. Uh, you know, we actually do conduct rulemaking in a fairly open and transparent way. We kind of model the rulemaking process on how a, you know, a government agency would, would make a rule, which is you, you develop it and you put it out for public comment and, you know, mm-hmm. allow anyone who's interested um, to, to opine on it. And, you know, did we hit the mark? Did we not hit the mark? You know, or what needs to change from what we proposed? And then we take it and you know, we spend quite a bit of time kind of reading through everything, you know, deeply and fairly and and, and then and then make the call. Uh, and, you know, when it's time to move forward, we ask the NACHA membership to, to approve rules. You know, and I love that process. Mm-hmm. And what I, I love to explain to, especially people in the general public that are out there, that it is not something that just willy-nilly NACHA goes, here's a rule mm-hmm. and you have to follow it. Yeah. You actually listen, monitor, see what's happening in the industry if there are indicators that things need to be changed or yep. adjusted, you then go through that process, and it it can sometimes be a lengthy process. Yeah. But you, I, I understand you do it to help everybody. You know, at the end of the day, you want to get things right, right? It, it, it's it's good to be um, fast, but it's better to be um, um, accurately reflecting what the industry wants and needs. And so, an open process that is inclusive of hundreds, if not thousands, of participants takes time, right? It, it can take longer than other ways of, of making rules. But at the end of the day, you hope to come out with things that have broad industry consensus. I, I, I love that, what you just said there. Mm-hmm. It's good to be fast, but it's better to be accurate. <laughs> right. And that's such a true <laughs> statement. Now, another thing on the rules that people ask me about too is, what's with this rule book? I mean, where, where I've had people even say, where do I get one? Yeah. Which color do I need? Why are there so many different colors of the rule book? I yeah, mean, well, what, can you help explain sure. that? Sure. Well, well, every every year is a different color, right? So you know, when you see a new color, you know it's a new year. If you don't have any other way to keep track of your years, you can do it by the NACHA rule book. Um, and you can get one directly from NACHA, but most financial institutions get one from their uh, payment association. And... You know, interestingly, um, even though it's a kind of a, you know, a big book, um, so many people in the industry still want to have the big book. 
if you don't want to have the big book, you know, we offer all the electronic uh, methods that you would expect for, for being able to access the rules. So, you know, including, you know, search features and, and things like that. So it's, yeah, people still, you know, kind of make fun of the, the of the big book, but uh, it has its place and there are, there are plenty of alternatives available. Well, I, I got to tell you, I used to every year look forward mm-hmm. to my book arriving in the mail, <laughs> you know, getting the actual physical yeah, book. Uh-huh. I would sit down, go through every part of the book and there's only slight changes every year for those of you who are out there. It's updated for the new rules and the new changes that happen. And that, those do happen every year. Correct. It's not major changes. Usually, usually. Right? we did do the revamping yeah, in uh-huh. 09, yep. but typically I would look forward to getting the book and I'd go through it. I'm one of those who has converted, and I love the electronic access. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have found it so much easier. The search is incredible. Yep. You have the ability to copy, to paste, to really, you know, and tab things and bookmark them. Right. Better, in my opinion, than you could the physical book. So I think that one is great. Yeah, here, here. Well, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. But, you know, we still have our people that get their book every year, and then they, they get their, their sticky notes or their tabbing out, and they go through, and people people tab the sections that, are most relevant to them or the ones that they look for the most. And uh, we still have our, our fans that do that every year. Yeah. And I, I was one of those too. You yeah. had to tap it. If yep. I'm going to have a physical book, it's yep. got to be tapped. W- what about other publications? Because I know NACHA does so much to promote yeah. the safety and secureness yeah. of the NACHA and ACH network itself. What about other publications? Yeah, we do the, develop and offer other publications. Uh, most recently they have been oriented around risk management so an update to the risk management guide and also an update to the compliance manual. So you asked about the rules and, and you know, something for the industry to always um, have, you know, top of mind is are we complying with the rules and how do we demonstrate that we are complying with the rules. And so having a guide like the compliance guide can help with that. Having, you know, assistance from a payments association can help with that. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're familiar with ACH at all, you know that, you know, institutions have to do an annual rules compliance audit. So, you know, that that's kind of like a framework for how we encourage and promote compliance with the rules. And then on the risk side, right, you know, risk management is, um, should be, you know, top of mind every day. You know, innovation is the fun stuff. Risk management is the necessary stuff, right? <laughs> um, so, you know, you know, continually providing um the latest and greatest uh, information and best practices and recommendations on the risk management front is also, you know, very important for the industry. You you know, something just came to mind, especially when you mentioned risk management Mm -hmm. that I think is highly important to get out there and help the people understand. And that is this simple question. Does NACHA actually process any transactions or do you just make the rules? Good question. We are, we are not a transaction processor. Payments do not flow through NACHA. I know we hear it recalled called the NACHA system, right, Uh, or the NACHA network, Um, but the system operators are the clearinghouse and the Federal Reserve. NACHA is the governing body, the rule maker, the standard setter, so payments do not flow through uh, NACHA. Um, Occasionally we'll have somebody who maybe is not familiar say, hey, we'd love to come visit your your campus and see your op center. And uh, we, we have a very op- op- very small op center. It's it's the email server and the web server. 
So, you, I mean, again, right. you focus on just making right. sure the rules are there, safety, soundness, security of the network, Correct. some education too. And the reason I bring that up is I know that there's been a lot of times that these emails come in, they're scam emails. Oh, they're sure. just, everybody, if you get an email from Nacha and it's not promoting some educational services or something, it's saying something like, your payment has been held, please contact yeah. us. That's a scam because Nacha does not process transactions. That's correct. They just oversee the rules for it. That's correct. And, you know, apply your, your, apply your sensibilities and your, your zero trust stance on, on everything, right? Including if it's Nacha saying, we, we, we need to hear from you to release your payment. I, um, something else, I, I know people listening, and you mentioned the books, and you mm -hmm. said you could come to us, but mm -hmm. most people actually go to the payment associations. You actually said financial institutions. Yeah. So what I'd like to clarify is it is possible to become a member sure. of Notch. Yes, absolutely. I know the pigeon company I work with mm -hmm. is a member yep. of Notch. Who becomes actual members? Yeah. Is it individual people? Yeah, we have, it well, it's, by, it's organizations, but we have a number of different membership programs. Our, our direct members are financial institutions and the payments associations that represent them. Uh, we have other membership programs that any organization can join. We have the Payments Innovation Alliance, um, which brings together, you know, diverse stakeholders, you know, FIs, fintechs, other solution providers, corporate users, consultants, law firms, you name it. They, they come together to, you know, identify and talk through the latest trends in the payments industry and the latest technologies that could impact the payments industry. And, you know, you kind of elevate their knowledge about all those things to stay competitive or to, to figure out how to use those to deliver products and services. We also have a, an affiliate membership program, which is um, an information-rich way to stay informed about things going on at NACHA and the ACH system, and that's really suited for entities that really just want to stay informed, um, but perhaps don't want to travel to attend, you know, meetings. So we do have a number of membership programs to accommodate, you know, kind of like the uh, entirety of the ACH and payments um, ecosystems. And, and, you know, I love you mentioned Payments mm -hmm. Innovation yeah. Alliance. I'm going to have to get somebody to do an entire podcast sure. just on that. Yeah. I'm a huge fan mm -hmm. of what the Innovation Alliance does, and it's amazing to be a member of. So, But those of you out there listening, if you think as an individual you need to go join Nacho, you probably don't. What you would look at is look at the organizations in the right. electronic payments that – uh, you work with, and they should. They actually should. If it's a fintech, if it's a processor, or a financial institution, a bank or a credit union, yep. you can look at that and also look at your payment associations. Um, in mentioning, though, Payments Innovation Alliance and some of the publications, that makes me think about the education yeah. that you mm -hmm. do over at NACHA and uh, some of the other events, like the Payments Conference. What's it's the Faster, <laughs> yep. Better Payments Conference yep. that we have every year. Can you tell us a little bit about that yeah. conference? Well, I mean, payments education is is so critical to keeping up with what's going on, you know, learning what's new in the industry, how to manage your own business, how to manage your own risk. Um, and NACHA really is a world-class provider of payments education. We have an annual conference, typically in the spring, you know, in the April to May timeframe. Next year's is in uh, Miami Beach uh, in May. Who does not want to go to Miami Beach? Please come out, come on out to the Smarter, Faster Payments Conference uh, in May of 2024. And, you know, that it's really where we bring together, you know, virtually the entire industry. And it's our, it's our three days of learning and fun and networking um, to just talk about any and all things payments. 
And so, you know, if, if it's dipping your toe in for the first time, I'd, I'd highly recommend it. People that come to the payments conference generally become lifers and, and don't want to miss out uh, uh, in any year. So uh, it's well worth it. There's no doubt. I, and payments professor highly endorses this one. It is the one conference that goes on my calendar first every year mm -hmm. that I know I'm going to be at. I know I've got to make it to because it's not just people in the industry. It's people around the world sure. that actually come to this conference. It is, I mean, it is the cream of the cream when it comes to the sessions, what you're going to be able to learn, who you're going to rub elbows with and get to meet. Love that conference. And like, I love that you said lifers because I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, I, I can't even tell you exactly yeah. how many I've been to. Right. And, but I look forward to it every year. Premier event. Um, another one, you got the Payments Institute. Yeah. What, what's the difference between the Payments Institute and the Payments Conference? Yeah, the, the Payments Institute is really oriented towards um, professionals who, you know, want to dive deep, right? They want to learn you know, how the plumbing works in all the various payment systems. They want to learn about the law and how it applies, right? So the payments conference will get you, you know, kind of, you know, one level. And, you know, the Payments Institute is just so much above and beyond. It's really an intensive, uh, you know, three-day course of study. Uh, it's, it's like getting a master's degree, to tell you the truth. So, you know, if that's, if that's one of your objectives in your career, or you just can't help yourself. You're a nerd, or a geek, or a professor, and <laughs> and right, you just have you just have the the desire and the dream to to to, to study about the payment system. The, the the payments institute TPI, it's for you. Yeah, and I agree at the payments institute. Yeah. That's where you know if there's that one little bullet or footnote in the ACH rules book you've got questions about, uh -huh. they go that deep into the information and the explanation mm -hmm. of what's there, why it's there how it work and works and what it means. I never know from um, an analogy whether we go above and beyond or, or we go deep. You know, which way yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. Both yeah. events are premier events within the industry. Everybody should be considering if you want to advance your careers. But I know another thing that helps advance careers is certification. Absolutely. And I know NACHA is really big on a couple of different certifications. In fact, there's a third one going to be coming out. But yeah. Can you tell us about sure. maybe the AAP or the APRP? Yeah, certifications are, are also important to professional development and career advancement. You know, the original one from, you know, the origins of the ACH system is the, you know, accredited ACH professional program. This is something NACHA has offered for decades um, the AP exam, AEP is what we call it. AEP exam is offered every year in October. So you're, if you're, if you're taking it this year, you're already signed up. You already know it, but, uh, there's always next year, right? Um, and look, we have, we have more than 4,700 AAPs nationwide. Uh, wow. we had 251 people earn AAP accreditation. Um, the last exam period, we'll see, we'll see what happens this year. Um, and that's kind of like the foundational for, um, you know, payments, accreditation, and, and specifically ACH accreditation. Um, I know a lot of organizations, it's actually a requirement mm -hmm. for advancement yeah. and sometimes even to get hired on to certain positions. Yeah, sometimes in career development, right? Sometimes in career development, getting a, a, an industry certification or designation is, is critical for advancement or, you know, you see a lot of, uh, you know, you know, job uh we're in recru recruiting announcements who are looking for those kinds of designations and candidates that they bring on. I think more recently we expanded um, recognizing the importance of risk management, not just in the ACH world, but in payments in general. And we created the accredited payments risk professional program. 
and we now have 717 APRPs, including 145 professionals that just earned um, APRP designation this past exam cycle, which was in August. We offer that um, exam every August. So the opportunity to become an APRP uh, will be fast approaching uh, once again, particularly when you think about the time that you should spend preparing for that exam. It, right, it's just around the corner. So um, I encourage that. And then the newest um, that you referenced, you know, in the in the faster payment space, uh, we've already set up in conjunction with the payment associations a faster payments professional certificate, which is just uh, taking a couple of courses offered by um, any of the payments association. But in conjunction with the associations and also the U.S. Faster Payments Council, uh, we are creating the accredited faster payments professional designation. Um, and the first AFPP certificate, or I should say accreditation opportunity exam, is targeted to launch in early 2025, which might seem like a long way away unless you want to be one of the early ones to get it. You know, and you should be in 2024, that should be on your course of study and on your plan of work and in your budget um, so that you can um, be one of the early um, um, people to to register for and take that um, exam in early 2025. Now, we, we've already mentioned the education that NACHA offers like TPI, mm -hmm. which is great for if you want to learn to be an AAP, an APRP, or even get the faster payment certificate. Is there anywhere else that NACHA recommends people should go to get those that certification education yeah. or education preparation? Yeah, you know, yeah, I, you know I, I, I've talked, I think I've mentioned a number of times that the payment associations, these are uh, organizations that represent large numbers of financial institutions, specifically in the payments arena, uh, and are members of NACHA directly, and they really offer a ton of payments education, you know, including their own conferences, um, but also the courses to prepare for these accreditation exams. Right, so if you are intending to get an AEP or an APRP, or you want to be early adopter of the AFPP, if you can keep all those acronyms straight, the payment associations is really where you want to go to study for those exams. Right, to to get the course material and to get the assistance, and to have study groups with others who are you know going to be taking those exams in the same cycle. It's like it's like having your own you know study groups when you were back in school, right? You know we're going to study for the exam together, right? It really is kind of like that. So, you know, the payment associations mm -hmm. really are, you know, your number one source um, to go to for that kind of training and assistance. And uh, there are, for those of you listening, multiple podcasts mm -hmm. that I've made available, Niche, Matcha, Payments First, WestPay, EPCOR. If you're wondering who these organizations are, go listen to the podcast and learn more about them and then go to their websites. You can become members and you mm -hmm. can access all of this. Right. Mike, I got to say, I am just blown away by everything that NACHA does and the fact you've been there 25 years. So my next question to you is, in the 25 years you've been there, what would you say has been the biggest change, the biggest wow you know, type moment of the incredible yeah. growth that has happened over those years to, to take NACHA to where it is now with billions yeah. of transactions being processed? So when I joined NACHA, we had already done away with magnetic tape, so I can't, I can't give you that one. <laughs> I haven't been there that long. 
Um, you asked for one, so I, I have two, but I'll give you one. <laughs> well, let's hear two. I'd love All right, it. Well, I think two. one is is same day ACH, right? I think same day ACH, you know, really is the ACH system and not just offering into faster payments in particular, you know, to support, you know, the digital economy of the 21st century. And, you know, adoption has been pretty robust, but even still, I think it's still kind of in the early days of, you know, how a same day ACH is going to get used. And, you know, it, it's been a better part of my um, career on the network side at Notch, the ACH actual side in getting, you know, same day ACH up and running and off the ground and getting it adopted out in the industry, but then also expanding its capabilities, um, you know, uh, you know, it, adding additional use cases, making it available for longer hours, increasing the dollar limits, getting funds available, uh, available faster, all those things that kind of go along with it. And that journey is not complete yet. You know, we're still, you know, kind of looking and thinking through, you know, what's next for same day ACH. So I, I, I'd probably call that out as number one. I think this- well, and that one is amazing because mm. I remember when it first came out, and a lot of us were like, "Oh, come on, who's going to use this?" And now we look at the numbers, and it's like it has become yeah. almost the preferred method of yeah. ACH because of how many transactions and and really too. You mentioned use cases and the problems it solves for is what is amazing too. Yeah, you know, I think we're here. We're in like our our seventh year of being live. We're we're going to do about eight hundred million same day ACH payments this year. You know. Yeah, moving, you know, multiple trillions of dollars for, you know, payrolls and bill payments and B2B, you know, whatever those core ACH use cases are, same day ACH makes them better for some parties when they need to use them, when they, when it makes sense for them. You know, I think, you know, it's not for every, it's not for every transaction, standard, you know, payroll payments every two weeks don't need to be on a same day basis, but others do. Right. Uh, you know, many B2B payments, you know, you know, the due date well in advance. They don't need to be same day, but others do. And so it's great to have that option there for the users of the system to use it when it when they when they need to, when it suits them. Um, that's kind of how we view, you know, same day ACH. And, you know, going forward, we're you know looking at, you know, how can we make that a, a better offering and expand the use cases for that for the for the system system users. But okay, knowing how impactful same day ACH was yeah. and is, you yeah. said that's number one. What's number two? I've got to know. I mean, no, you number two, number here. number two was, I think, acknowledging, accommodating, and creating the 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 internet initiated payment, uh, which is actually you know more than twenty years. Oh, we, we've had internet initiated ACH payments for over 20 years. If you're if you're the the nerds, we've been referring to web. It's the web mm-hmm. entry right in the ACH system. But um, you know that has been a growth engine for ACH across a multiple um, number of use cases. I'd call out bill payment in particular. You know, Kevin is. You know, when you when you're around us and you're at all these conferences, we we talk about you know getting rid of the check and checks declining, and a lot of that has happened because bill payments by check have migrated to bill payments by internet, and it's mm-hmm. it's one kind of ACH payment. Well, I guess it's a check payment which could have been converted to an ACH payment, but it's been substituted for by an ACH payment, and that has been a tremendous driver of ACH growth. Uh, and, you know, a lot of newcomers in, in the space who c- bill consumers, you know, 
you know, never had the experience of, you know, collecting millions of checks every month. It's just all been, you know, ACH by internet, you know, from the start for them. And ACH supports, you know, other internet initiated types of um, transfers like account to account transfers and, you know, loads into to digital wallets. It's, you know, so that the internet initiated transfer is really how ACH is integrated into online commerce, you know, wallets, You know, Mike, accounts. I know some yeah. people that I meet and we mentioned things yeah. like this because it was so big at the time yeah. and for years. And they're like, oh, I don't get it. Why is that such a big deal? And they don't realize there was a time before yep, exactly. the internet. Exactly. And when the internet right. came along, we had to make sure we did it right. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I, yeah so th those are my two. <laughs> Those are big. Well, Mike, I got to say thank you so much for being here. Uh, Nacha for the rulemaking, overseeing the ACH network, the events that you provide, the education, the certification, bringing on innovations like Same Day ACH. It's an incredible organization. Folks, if you want to learn more, you can go out to nacha.org, and it's an org, O-R-G, <laughs> nacha.org, and you can learn more about them. They've got a lot of information that's out there. And if there's a topic or maybe there's somebody you think that needs to be on the payments podium, you can email me, kevin at paymentsprofessor.com. I will do all I can to be able to get them on the payments podium to voice their opinions or to speak to the topic of your choice. But for now, i got to say, class dismissed. <laughs> Thank you, Kevin.